0: Actually, this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face.
1: The number you have reached, 911, has been changed
2: to a non-published number.
3: You're listening to UCW Radio, In Your Face. Go
4: All right, welcome to UCW Radio Show, and we have another great guest waiting in the wings to come on the show. He's a uh, former WCW pro wrestling superstar. He's uh, wrestled all over the world, performed in front of tens of thousands of uh, fans worldwide. He's done it all. He's uh, gotten the squared circle with some of the best in the business. So without further ado... Let's bring on the trainer of your next generation of superstars. He is known as the Stro. <laughs> All right, Stroh, welcome to the UCW Radio Show. How are you?
1: Great, great. Thank you for having
4: me. Oh, no, Thanks for coming on, man. You know, uh, you... I mean, your, your, your background, um, just in case uh, people are living on their rock, you know, everyone's a wrestling fan, pro wrestling fan. You know, everybody's uh, with the WWE, so on and so forth. Uh, you were with uh, WCW, World Championship Wrestling, for, for a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, off and on for a, a number of years, in between uh, going to other places and eventually, you know, going with them full-time for a while.
4: Yeah, and then you, you made a name for yourself as uh the maestro.
1: Yeah, that that that's it. <laughs> um and um it it was uh it, it was a great run. I mean uh before then I was uh known to wrestling fans as Gorgeous George Third. Mm-hmm. in which it was not in retrospect of my granduncle, uncle, the original Gorgeous George from years back. Right. So uh which uh you know, I gotta give credit to uh William Regal and Dusty Rhodes for um, putting that and planting that in my head of my style and mannerisms uh, resembled the original Gorgeous George, which I found out later on in life through my grandfather that he was, in fact, my granduncle and I was of relation to him and they you were know, former uh, amateur boxing buddies back in the day before he became a professional wrestler. So, uh, you know, it's really a small world, and which is ironic because years later, meeting uh, the late legendary Godfather, Soul James Brown, who was also inspired by uh, the original Gordon George as well, seeing Nature Boy Ric Flair
2: mm-hmm.
1: as well. And he was also inspired by the original Gordon George. It was, uh, you know, it was just it was an amazing uh, deal. It really has. And, uh, you yeah. know, just as he was an innovator in his time mm-hmm. and made his impact, um, you know, I'm making my mark and. Being the innovator,
4: you know, with, with what I'm doing. So, uh, uh, with, yeah. with the original George is George, you know, uh, I mean, he, I guess, he was an innovator because he, he, people love to hate him. Oh, you, absolutely. Period. The end. They love to hate him, and and you have, you have a Ric Flair. You have, uh, you know, um, people, uh, you know, that kind of um, mimicked what what he did and even yourself you know you you become uh you know like a a heel but people want to see you they've done
1: yeah he was the legend that started all all the past yeah. three all the glitz and the glamour and what you see on television today yeah. you know gorgeous george you know he was the originator yeah you
4: yeah. know but now okay. i mean that that scores is george we're not you know we love him and everything but we're talking about you so we're gonna get back to you. Oh.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries. No, but you, uh, th- it wasn't a, it wasn't an easy road for you. You know, uh, you started out. Uh, I mean, y- your background is not so much in wrestling as in, in something else.
1: Oh, I, I was in so <laughs> many things growing up. Um, you know, uh, theater. Yeah, theater. Uh, uh, amateur wrestling, football, uh, mixed martial arts e w f i Japan, which, you know, which now is transcended into the UFC. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when, you know, I, I just, started learned the art of submission, you know, making, making someone tapping out. And, um, know, I've, I've done a lot of things in life, but wrestling's always been my, you know, true passion. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
1: And, uh, I, and even when I retired and do other things, I, I was still somewhat in some way, shape, or fashion, be a part of the pro wrestling industry,
4: and I always will. No, I, I think you know when it's in your blood and it's part of your life. Um, you know, it's always going to be part of your life. I don't care. You know, if you look at the Hart family, you know, um, I love them to death, but they're that. That's this is their business. This is what they do. You know, right. Um, and that's it. Uh, you have other other wrestlers that you know you you progress from being you know, going in the ring to doing stuff behind the scenes. But you never, you, right. and you never leave, like you know. You never, yeah, yeah, exactly. You never leave, though. You always come back.
1: <laughs> exactly. No matter how good or bad the marriage treats you. Yeah. you, you can't get enough of it. You love to death.
4: Yeah, you deal with the abuse. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, look, you, you, look, you look at, uh, you know, The Rock, he comes back. You know, um, you're giving fans what they want. You know, they want to see you.
1: Uh, what a class act he is. Oh, I mean, his, yeah, he his, is. His, his father. I mean, the whole family is just uh, top-notch class act. And, you know, he, he's a great man. He really is. I'm, I couldn't be more happier for him for success.
4: Oh, yeah. He, he is definitely, um, I mean, if anyone was a poster child for respecting the business but utilizing it to bring yourself to another level, that's the guy. That, absolutely. You know, because uh, he's done it. I saw him go from nothing to, to being uh, the, the, the person that he is. But he hasn't changed as a human being, though.
1: No, and, and, and guys like him and Mick Foley, they've always tra- stayed true to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter where they have been at in the business, they've always been who they are. You know, guys like them and Terry Funk, I mean, a few others I could mention, but those those are the few that come to mind mm-hmm. that always you know, stay true to themselves no matter where they're at and with that in their life.
4: Yeah, I mean, that,
1: know, real people, you know.
4: Yeah, no, without, without question, you know, but that's how they have longevity in this industry. You know, they're not jaded. They're not, you know, poor me and all this other nonsense. It's like, okay, this is the business. I embrace it and it is what it is. Absolutely. And, and that's it. You know, now your, your career in pro wrestling, uh, you, you, you started, um, what, when, when USWA was, was around, uh, is that where you started or Smoky Mountain?
1: Uh, well, before then actually, <laughs> okay. I was, I was brought into the business by, a uh, A few um, pro wrestling legends, some of uh, Ivan Poloff the Russian Bear, um, former NWA World Junior Heavyweight Champion uh, Nelson Royal, and the Andersons. And it was, uh, you know, just as anybody that was worth their salt in their business, you know, being brought up in business, it it was hard. Uh, You know, training was hard. And, you know, we learned the old school way, which is, is the, hard, the harder way, but it's, it's the better way in the long run. And uh, I, I can't thank those gentlemen enough for what lied ahead and who I was supposed to, to meet ahead and who helped, you know, help me along the way. And, I mean, it really paved the road for what lied for me.
4: I mean, and you wrestled, you got in the ring with a lot of uh, prominent people during your career.
1: I was really fortunate to have some of my first matches with guys like you know Ivan Koloff, uh, Chief Wahoo McDaniel, uh, Ron Garvin, uh, Paul Orndorff,
4: <laughs> Paul Orndorff,
1: <laughs> and, and you know Kevin Sullivan. You mm-hmm. know, the list goes, goes on. And then you know Smoky Mountain Wrestling was my first big quote unquote territory right. after a couple of years of being in the business, and uh, and that was a treat in itself. I mean, it really had my feet went to the business of pro wrestling. Right. That guys like World stress Heavenly Bodies, uh, and up-and-coming stars like next Storm, Chris Jericho, Taz.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it was, uh, it, it was a great time. It was uh, Tracy Smothers, White boy, Tony Anthony, and, you know, the Cornet at the helm and, and, and Tim Horner. I mean, he had the best of the best in the business. It, it was a, uh, I was really, really privileged and honored to be a part of that promotion.
4: And and a lot of uh, a lot of those that wrestled there, you know, went. Uh, I'm gonna say they went up east, and they they went to uh, ECW at at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. They all went. You know, they went to either it was ECW, yeah. or WCW or WWE. Everybody, you know, everybody went on to the other companies and made a made a bigger mark. So Smoky Mountain Wrestling was kind of like the. Uh, the foundation that start
4: a lot of careers off. Yeah, and then you know it. I mean, see that that's right now you have wrestling, <clears throat> you have the WWE. That kind of it's one big conglomerate, global. Okay, that's the big boy. That's the king of the hill. That is what it is. But way back when, when you had the territories, okay, you you kind of had a little more opportunity to. Make a name for yourself, okay? You have a name, you know. Um, do you think it's it's? I mean, I, I it's not my opinion. I'm looking for your opinion. Do you think it's harder for someone to to jump in to the game now than, let's say, 15 years ago?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the guys now don't didn't have the advantages that we had back then. Where I mean, there isn't, there isn't that many places to go now to learn and hone your craft. Uh, to to get where you want to be with the bigger companies, mm-hmm. and so it, it's harder. So you have to really be careful who who, who are where rather you go to to better yourself. Um, you know, you still have you know great places like Japan, and Mexico, mm-hmm. and places like that overseas, for example, and um, and there's plenty of room for like smaller promotions to step up the plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Ring of Honor coming out, coming out strong now. I mean, TNA is still staying in the game, and you know you got Evolve coming up, Dragon Gate, and just I mean, there's there's plenty of room for competition because competition, like back in the, the old days of the territories, was good for business. It was not mm-hmm. just good for uh, the wrestlers. It was good for the fans. It was good for everybody. Yep. You had that variety. You had that variety which we, we still need now. I mean, we have a little bit of variety, but not much as we did then. Or even so in the 90s when you had ECW, WCW, and WWE to pick mm. from. Right. So, you know, definitely, we definitely could use some more uh, competition, some more territories, some more companies to step up, which will round out for everybody, I feel. But mm. it's just, you know, like you said, it goes, the best goes in cycles. Right. You know, you have the upswing and downswing, peaks, peaks and valley stages. And I'm sure, with the right momentum and with the right uh, know-how and connections and so forth, that we'll we'll eventually get back up to that peak stage once again.
4: Yeah, and then then that's when you'll have hopefully you'll have you know the the territories. I mean, so, so maybe someone will step up and say, okay, well, we're going to do this here, you know, and just have the regions. I mean, you have yeah, I think you have that in Florida still. Okay, and mm-hmm. I, I think you have it in California as well and uh, I I don't know if Ohio is still running, you know, but uh you you have some things like that, but they you know, they they kind of feeders for for WWE anyway.
1: Right. You know. And that that's it. I mean, and you know, people say that, you know, all rest as popular as it was and, and so forth. Well, they were saying that several years back and it came back again. I mean, if it weren't more evident about the old adage, "the history repeats itself," mm-hmm. uh, then it would say so when you look at the pro wrestling business. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you
2: know,
1: because I mean, history does definitely repeat itself, and you know, right now we're on we're on the upswing. Mm-hmm. We're you know we're, we're we're coming back from a valley stage. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and i feel feeling in the next few years with the right momentum that you know we'll be back up doing good business again. You know, with, with companies stepping up to the plate and so forth, because it's all about the cycle. It's all about the machine, you know.
4: But but it makes it interesting, though. It makes it interesting, because do you remember back um, in the uh, mid-'90s when, you know, when you had WCW, and you were involved in all this, WCW, then you had WWE, then you had ECW, and then you had all this stuff going on at the same time, and people were leaving one company to go to the other, and it created a lot of, like, what's going to happen next, type of thing. Right. You know, and it created interest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And go the ahead. The thing is,
1: we, we, we need that variety to survive, to exist. You know, it, it's good to have the guys that go out there and have great matches, great technical wrestling matches, and high-flying matches. That's fine and good. But we also need the guys that bring butts in the seats, to have that charisma, to draw people to the events.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, those, those are the guys that make money for everybody. Yeah, well. you know, just like you got you got Hulk Hogan wrestling at a show, mm-hmm. and you had a show with him. He draw big houses. You, you know he with to the man, like they used to back in the day. Said thank you for the house, right. Because you know he, he he was a big part of them drawing money and doing good business. You know just like you know players, and now now you have the Rocks and John Cena,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know who, who bring the people in. You know whether you whether you like him you're or you're not. If, it, if they're bringing people to the building, yeah, you
4: know, they are, you know that's what's all about. <laughs> well, but that that's all that matters. Look, you know, you know, Bruce Hart, you know, told me numerous times. You know, it, it's you can if you, the storylines of people at the end of the day, it's putting the asses in the seats. Is that's what counts? Because you know, if you can't do that, then you can't survive.
1: Right, and to the quote, i quote. I uh, think, while back you mentioned the fact that being the world champion is not necessarily the guy <laughs> coming out with the belt, Mm-mm. but it's the guy that people talk about on <laughs> the way home. <laughs> right. You know. So that's something to think about too.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. I mean, look, uh, in pro wrestling, it's about how how marketable you are. You know, whether you have a belt or not, it really doesn't matter now. Yeah, you know, really, mm-hmm. really doesn't. It's what you do, and again, I, I go back to, you know, what Bruce Hart used to tell me all the time is about putting the asses in the seats. If you can do right. that, then you're then you you you're going to be successful, and uh, and that's what they did in Calgary. Uh, that's what yeah. uh, McMahon, you know, did with WWF uh, during that time, and you know when when you had the Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate War, all that stuff. You know, you were bringing people out, you know, right. um, to, to see the show. Absolutely. And and then that's what it's about. And you've been doing this. You know, this is your career, and this is what you've been doing, and you're still doing it. You know, <laughs>
1: over over twenty years now.
4: <laughs> yeah, and you, you're still doing it. You know, and and you're bringing. I mean, people pay to see you in action.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it's a great it's a great you know, to see the people come out and support the shows, whether they cheer me, whether they boo me, or whether whether they like <laughs> other guys in the show, whether they don't. You know the fact that they're there supporting pro wrestling in general. You know that's big. Yeah, no you know what I mean, and that's that's what we're all there for. is for them.
4: Yeah, and 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 the thing is, I mean, you take your uh, and as as you said earlier, earlier, in your in your life, you know, you you had a theatrical background. You understood the dynamics of entertaining people. Right, and, right, and and that's what I'm gonna. I'm assuming that's what's helped you. To, to kind of formulate what you had or what you have
1: absolutely I mean it, it's a lot of it's you know, psychological as well as physical and, and you, you, know, you just have to know to your audience yeah at, at all times because a lot of times the audience is going to be different in different places
4: yeah and you and you uh, again, you got in the ring with uh, a lot of people that I know, you know um, I mean you look you you, you toured with uh, my buddy Dan Severin. Right. Um, yeah. Dan, Dan the beast. You know. Uh, you also, uh, with Frank Shamrock's brother uh, Ken. You uh, you did some you know did some stuff with him. Um, Absolutely. You know you you were doing. I mean, and um, and I'll, I'll make mention of this. You know, uh, Buff Buff Bagwell. Uh, he's hurt, as, as you know. Uh, but you yeah. also yeah. had. Yeah, you also had uh, something going on with him uh, back in the and him and uh, what Ernie the cat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but no, all, all, all I mean, look, you've you've been there with uh, some of the best in in the business, um, and you know, you're, I, I'm, I'm going to say that you're, you're, you have to be grooming the next generation of uh, young wrestlers coming down the road.
1: Oh, oh yes. uh I have a wrestling school in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I've had some students go on to do some great things. I have one that's got back from Japan not too long ago, and he's, uh, you know, he's had a WWE tryout a few years ago as well. And uh, by the name of Casey McKnight, uh, very talented, talented wrestler. Definitely got guy to look out for. It. matter of fact, uh, recently uh, another friend of mine, William Regal, gave him a pretty nice compliment. <laughs> um, uh, this past week, rather, where he, he said that uh, you know he was very impressed with his, you know, work in the ring, and which is a big honor coming from a guy like William Regal, who's definitely one of the toughest in the business, and, but, now,
4: He's a perfectionist. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but that, yeah, yeah
1: but yeah, yeah. Him and him and Fit Finley, uh, I remember very well. I mean, I mean, I was there. I, you know, I wrestled with him, worked with him, we saw a lot of their matches. And, Firsthand, and is just guys like that are just as
4: tough as they come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, without without uh, any question at all. But but that I mean, him saying that about someone that you trained is uh, is a big uh, credit to your your training regimen. How you train your students.
1: Well, you know, I, you know, I'm very was very fortunate earlier in my career to be taught and to be helped out by some of the best in the business and. Now I'm doing my part to give back mm-hmm. to help guys coming up in the business. Because, I, you know, I've, guys like myself, you know, we're not going to be around forever. And we, and we want to know and have our peace of mind knowing that the great art of pro wrestling is being passed on and being carried on, you know, just like the guys that helped us passed on the art of pro wrestling on to us. Right. So, you know, it, it's just, you know, that's our position, and, and that's what we're here for. And you know, you know, I'll do do my part in the show, or any show for that matter. But in token, if if, if someone could learn or benefit from what I do, and carry on and go on and do bigger, better things, you know, my hats off to them. You know, anybody. You know, some guys have problems with other guys being successful and all that. But you know, when I see a guy being successful in the business, especially a guy that I know that took a little something from me, mm-hmm. and with it. Um, and with I my to talk to them. I think it's the greatest thing ever, and I wish them even more success because the more successful they are, it, it's like a part of me goes with them. You know
4: what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, but that's yeah. a that's a good mindset. You know, because yeah. and you mentioned you know look like, you know the Rock and certain other other people, uh, you know guys in the locker room. You have the boys in the locker room. They. You have some that are like, all right, yeah, they're, they're cheering you on because they want you to to have that pop. They want you to have a great match. They want you to be successful, right? But then you have guys that that get jealous. I'm not naming names, but I do know. But you do have guys oh. that that get je- <laughs> that you have guys that get jealous, and they they don't want you to steal their thunder, which is kind of kind of sucky, but it does happen. Well, you know,
1: it's just we all do our part. Mm-hmm. and I, I kind of look at it. Just like you know, I've been doing some acting past few years in different movies, and you kind of, kind of look at it. You're you playing a role in a film, right? And you're doing your part in the film the best you can. You know, it's it's not really about you know we're going back to the championships and holding the belt and all that. The belt doesn't make you; you make the championship. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, in this business, it's not about how many matches you win or how many matches you lose, is how well you play the game, basically. Yeah. And because you're down the road, people when they remember your name and they remember what you're all about, they're not going to remember your one-loss record <laughs> or yeah. how many championships. They're going to remember you for who you are and what a big impression you made on, on the industry right. and on them. I mean. And that's all. really, that's all that
4: really matters. Right. Prime example, uh, as far as uh, a match is concerned, that no one would f- probably forget when you had Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. You know, oh, when w- win- when lose a draw, that you know was like holy crap! They that that they actually pulled it off.
1: Uh, it was like magic when they got in the ring.
4: Yeah,
1: I remember uh, the SummerSlam Slam match they had. I believe it was for the Intercontinental Championship back. Uh, years ago, and uh, I remember Kevin Sullivan, after the match, making a comment about that's the best match he's seen in 10 years at that time. And because of the fact that every every time, and it was just like every time since then, when they got in the ring, and they would have epic matches. Yeah, but... You know, despite, despite the, the heat that he had with each other, I mean, mm. he'd get out there <laughs> and perform that big level because, I mean... They, they just had that chemistry. Not many, many guys in the business can go out there and have a great match with that much chemistry. I mean, look at the steamboats and the flares for the years. I mean, oh. It's incredible the matches they've had. Oh. And, the, you know, the Ben Walsh and Kurt Angle.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, Amazing. But you, I mean, key word, epic. You know, the, those matches, they go down in history. It's not your, it's not it's not your vanilla match. You know, you have things that people wouldn't expect. but, but, they raised a bar mm-hmm. for, for, the, for the next group. You know what? You have to come in and you have to do a little more in order to get that pop. Right. Okay, and then it just continued to go. Um, but let, let me ask you this, Joe. Now, you you know, you have, uh, you have people uh, wanting to get involved in pro wrestling. They want to get out there. You know, now, and we just mentioned about raising a bar. You know, do you think that, you know, uh, we're at a point, as far as shock factor is concerned, that the, um, that you have these kids, you know, getting in the ring, uh, that they put themselves at risk just to get to the next level?
1: Well, it's, it's all about making those little things count. Mm-hmm. And um, in, in the beginning, you know, you want to take on the world, you want to do all this amazing things. Uh, I'll have all this energy, which is fine and good, but knowing what to do, when to do it, at the right times, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. And the master, the little things, in a lot of sense, is even bigger than any extravagant thing you can ever think of. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, uh, less is more, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and especially when you're out there in front of the wrestling fans, you want to bring them in your world. You never want to have them lost and go elsewhere because, you know, when, they, when they're when they lost, either A, they're not going to watch or B, they're supposed to channel, they're watching you know, on television. Mm-hmm. And you, you definitely want the fans in your world, you want them to understand what you're doing in the ring. We're physical storytellers.
4: Right. I mean, that, that, and, that, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this
1: it's the
4: storytelling yeah and you know, cause I like you see I see a lot of young kids I mean over the years that get in there they put them you know they do high risk maneuvers okay and that's how they get that pop where if you look at like like a Ric Flair you know even yourself you, you, you don't need to go and literally go go to kill yourself to get that type of pop
1: yeah, no. well, I mean, why why should you do that? I mean, all you want to do is wrestle a match and have a good match and tell a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and it, with with right storytelling, with right ring psychology, you can have any style you have, any style that you were gifted to have, and and tell uh, tell a great story and make things count and wrestle for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, just it, knowing what you're doing.
4: And, you can, you know, if you're successful, you can progress to other things. You know, you've you've progressed to, uh, you know, acting, as you said. You know, uh, you've been on TV. Uh, you have some movie stuff going on. Uh, well, actually, let's talk about that. What? Tell us about your acting.
1: Well, I have a few horror movies out on DVD, uh, 1224, Dead or Country. Um, still working on Cost Island. Hopefully we'll get that one finished up <laughs> uh, soon. Um, a gangster movie out in DVD called Legend Johnny Smalltie where I play the mob boss in the film and um, I'm working on hopefully trying to get my first comedy in and not too long ago I did a, a celebrity ghost hunting deal down uh, below Pittsburgh Pennsylvania, PA Okay. so I'm going to do more of them that was my first ghost hunting <laughs>
4: <laughs> yep.
1: deal which uh, it was quite interesting it was pretty fascinating stuff so but um yeah um so far, so good you know I'm still you know taking offers and you know same with the acting genre it takes me
4: so i mean you yeah well you, you have the background in it you know you you wrestled and still wrestle, you've been doing it for a long time uh you you know you you understand how it all works, and this is a natural progression for those that again that are looking for longevity in. Not only in wrestling, but in, in, in sports entertainment slash entertainment itself, because you're an entertainer. Right. Yeah. And you
1: know, I mean, that's that's what's all about entertaining.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now, now with your school, you know, how, how does how does it work with your school? Um, if if someone's inter- was interested in uh, in getting involved with you. Well,
1: the school's located located Jacksonville, North Carolina, and you know with the with the wrestling school, I you know I, I teach you know the wrestling skills in the ring as well as uh, character development, which you know not I many schools cover that, but I feel that's very important, especially nowadays with the way the business is structured. And I would like for the student once they graduate to be well prepared what lies ahead, so that they won't more or less be thrown out to the wolves, if you will, mm-hmm. and like a lost sheep in the big world. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm very adamant about show them the right things, teaching the right way, and so that when they start the pro wrestling industry, that
4: they'll be prepared for what's out there. And you're giving them all the tools to go to war, so to speak. Basically, yeah. <laughs> no, but you, but you need to do that. And and right now, I mean, let, let me get your opinion on this. You know, we live, um, I guess, in a mobile world, okay, and you know, social media plays a big part because it wasn't. It wasn't around when you were at Smoky uh, Mountain. It wasn't around, you know, uh, in the mid-90s, okay? Mm. But social media is, it it is here, and it's just getting more intense. You know, do you think that that is going to help someone that's just trying to break into the business to get get themselves noticed?
1: Well, it all depends on how you use it, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: and... You know, one if you know to make contacts and stuff. Hey, if that's fine and good. That's that's great. You know, the more the merrier in, in this business because I, the more and more contacts made make, it's a much smaller world. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really is. As far as in helping them be better at what they do, physically, I mean, there's no substitute for experience. Right. You know, you, you can watch tapes, which which will help to some extent. That's fine and good. Nothing substitutes going out there and getting it done each and every night, learning from each and every match to make yourself better. I mean, you got to definitely put the road, road in and pay the dues to get where you need to be. You need we
4: pra- all have. <laughs> but you, you need the <laughs> practical... you got to pay your dues. You got You need the practical experience in, in order to... Uh, I mean, that has to be your foundation.
1: Right. And, you know, Rome wasn't conquered in the day. So, you know... it. Just need that experience and the know-how, and learning from the right people in the business, the people that have been successful in the business, mm-hmm. to get to get to where they are. You know, you learn from success to be success.
4: Right. Well, that uh, you you're, you emulate what you know what a predecessor has done. You know, uh, if you're smart, it's only if you're smart that you do that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people, you know, they don't do that. You know, and like I, I try, you know, um, when when I when I have uh, someone uh, that's involved in pro wrestling, you know, on the show, it, it's hard for me not to just talk about pro wrestling because that's been a big part of my life. But I, I want people to see a different side of of uh, my the guests that I bring on the show, like you know, like yourself. I want people to to know more about what you do outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, why don't you tell us the things that you do outside the ring because, you know, you are human like everyone else, but you you also have other stuff going on, and there's a business behind, you know, pro wrestling because uh, you got to brand yourself too.
1: Well, that's what makes this business unique. You know, you have the different characters, you have different personas, and people from all walks of life. And, you know, I, I was told a while back for some great veterans in the business, that the best characters in the pro wrestling industry are an extension of your real life persona. You know, you, you just exaggerate it into what you want to be or what you get across to the people once you get out there.
4: So that's what happened to Jim Hellwig. Son of a gun. I'll be getting a call on that one probably, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, uh, but we we have to have a little comedy, right?
1: Well, oh yeah, but well, exactly what makes us. I mean, you, you got it. We're all entertainers. Yeah, you know, we just entertain people in different ways.
2: But, did you have, but that
1: that's makes it unique, you know. I mean, if, yeah. if we all entertained everybody the same way, then no one would watch us, it's, you know. We're, we'd be like. The same old same old brand
4: <laughs> yeah and then it's like everyone has this you know, you cut you have a cookie cutter uh deal going on and that's not what this business is about you, you have individuals right and you have to be you know and you branded yourself pretty good
1: yeah 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 and still evolving actually you know what i mean which is like someone asked me the other day it's like uh you know that i'm involved to like a whole new deal like you know different outfits and stuff like that it's like well, people evolve, life evolves. Mm-hmm. Like, for, take The Undertaker, for example. I mean, even though he switched looks and demeanors through the years, he's always been The Undertaker, yeah. right? Same as uh, Triple H, mm-hmm. and even even Shawn Michaels when he was wrestling.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, he, he changed his look. I mean, even Ric Flair changed cut his hair different
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> the years, right? But he was still Rick Claire, Sure. You know what I mean? So I mean just because you evolve change you evolve, you're still that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you just change it with the
4: time. But you, you yeah, have you have to be relevant. Right. Yeah. All right, now we just have to take a little break and we'll be back with the stroke. Hey, you wanna see something cool? Check this out.
0: My name's Anitra, and I'm gonna rock your world. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh! Dude. look at that. Wow. Oh my God. Along with my boys, Mikey and Joey. I need to shalom Brothers' brother stack. We're knocking down walls and taking names. The brother's actually get something done. And everyone gets to play. Oh, oh. Progress is slow. We should be finished by Christmas. Girls with
3: power tools? Rule.
0: We're not just bringing back the den baby. We're making megadens that'll blow you oh, away. Wow! What are you doing? Nisa, It's unbelievable. Oh, that is cool. You want some of this facial recognition, motion activity? they don't wet their pants. This
4: may be the coolest room I have ever seen. Because life is too short
0: to live without a Megaden. This roof is caving in Fuck, it's time to raise it Then get tasing over like pages Music when it hits you feel no pain and I swear I got this shit that make these bitches go insane So they tell me that they love me, I know better than that It's just game, it's just what comes with the fame and I'm ready for that, I'm just saying But I really can't complain, everything is kosher Two thumbs up, Bieber and Roper I really can't see the end getting any closer But I probably still be the man when everything is over So I'm riding through the city with my high beams on Can you see me, can you see me get your vibes in just do not fit the picture. Turn your screen on. If you thinkin' I'ma quit before I die, dream on. And treat me like a legend. Am I really this cold? I'm really too young to be feeling this old. It's about time you admit it. Who you kidding? Man, nobody's ever done it like I did it. Ah. My heart is telling me to be different. It's about time for me to move on. Follow everything that I learned. I'm at a point of no return. Shit. Uh, Get it back, give it back, ain't about shit, snap back Them ain't even rare, where the tag, uh, whack ass, all up in my ear, bitch Back, 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 bad, bitches, motherfucker, cash stacks Yellow nigga, no cash. got the phantom out, uh, no mask. Get your camera out, uh, one flash, hot beans, steady shot, black, black, black ass yes. uh, T-Raw, I'm so on, uh. Lopes on chucks, low black beanie the liquor store, I'm turned up, turnt I can't up. feel my face Yo. My heart is telling me to be different It's about time for me to move on Swallow everything that I learned. I'm at a point of no return, no return
3: The Avengers is doing very well in the box office. In fact, the movie has just joined the Billion Dollar Movie Club, which is excellent. I heard it, it's a really good movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited to see it.
4: All right, so I saw it. First of all, mm-hmm. I, I love it, and I wish I had predicted it ahead of time that it was going to do this well, it, although it's the most obvious thing in the world. But why? Because anytime you bring together uh, cool characters from different movies or different spheres, it always works. I mean, I always go back to the example of wrestling. Like when anybody came out of the another league like Ric Flair came to the WWF, it was or the Road Warriors came, it was like the coolest thing that ever happened, right? Collision of the worlds. So when you got Iron Man and Thor let alone Captain America, Hulk, etc., in the same movie? Are you freaking kidding me?
3: Yeah, it's a superhero ensemb- ensemble cast.
4: Yeah, yeah. So of course, of course, it was gonna kill, it was gonna destroy everything in its path, and it is. So it's uh, uh, broken a record for uh, first week uh, release, second week release, it broke $103 million in its second week, mm-hmm. which is unreal, right?
3: to go before the opening ceremony at the london 2012 olympics the major venues like the stadium are built but there's still plenty more work to do and sebastian co-chairman of the local organizing committee says it's a good time to take stock as the countdown that started from the moment of winning the bid for the games builds to a climax
0: when you're talking about seven years six years five years four years but actually when you're really talking about days and we're
3: talking you know we're talking I don't know, 12 Wednesdays or something. I mean, it's it really is, it's very close. And it's even closer when you consider more than 10,000 athletes from 204 countries will start moving into the Olympic Village two weeks ahead of a ceremony. Security and transportation remain major challenges. Moving millions of extra people around the city on a strained public transport system and already jammed roads won't be easy. Keeping participants and spectators alike safe from terrorist attack has been a priority from day one. But despite all the worries and decisions coming at him thick and fast, Lord Coe says he continues to sleep soundly at night.
1: We will all have to do the best work of our lives
0: and we will need every minute of every day in order to achieve that. But I'm confident that we will do that
3: one specific thing he's pleased about is the big demand for olympic tickets inside britain and internationally the scientists can keep up with the athletes trying to cheat their way to victory at the olympics using banned performance enhancing drugs that's according to the man in charge of a laboratory that'll be testing samples taken from the competitors at the london 2012 games samples of urine and samples of blood Perhaps as many as 6,000, all told, during the course of the competition. Professor David Cowan directs the King's College Olympic Drug Control Center and the 150 people who will be running the machines there to test the samples swiftly.
1: The mass spectrometers that we use, the very sophisticated instruments, will actually tell us the components that are in a sample, be it blood or urine, are very sophisticated now. Um, they're far more sensitive than they were in Beijing and they can actually work far more rapidly than they did.
3: But Cowan's team isn't just depending on the liquid chromatography and mass spectrometry machines spotting specific banned substances to catch those trying to break the rules. He says data from an athlete's past test results could be key to finding new cheating techniques.
1: If you take a particular substance what we'll see is a suppression of your natural hormones and once we see that suppression, we can then start looking harder, and that would enable the previously unknown compound to be discovered.
3: So Cowan is confident his massive lab won't miss things, even substances not encountered before. Karen Sloan, The Associated Press.
4: All right, we're back, and uh, we left off. We were talking about relevance. You know, uh, the bottom line is, you know, Stroh, you can't, have a, a a '90s look and expect to connect with the uh, with the fans nowadays.
1: Exactly, you know.
4: Time. Good. I lost you for a second, Stro.
1: Okay, I'm I'm here. <laughs>
4: okay. Now, so uh, no what I what I said is that you have to be relevant.
1: hmm Yeah, you're right. Absolutely.
4: Yeah and uh I mean,
1: time, times change people change and you change with it.
4: Yeah and, and if you don't do that you wind up becoming that dinosaur.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or or just less you, you you're like staying in one place and everybody else is fast forwarding.
4: Yeah. 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 <laughs> look I mean look a prime example. Okay and uh, I'm big on prime examples because it paints a picture when when we're doing radio, all right? Um Hulk Hogan. He had the uh the the uh, the red and the yellow and each of vitamins and all that stuff, and uh-huh. but then when they kind of when he had to evolve and they went with the NWO angle and everything else, people loved him even more because they loved to hate him, right? But he T kind of changed with the times because he had to. Yeah, but he was always he was always Hulk Hogan, of course. Yeah. And and that's what you're doing as well.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, we we all we all continue to do it. You know, what I mean that, that have that long depth in the business. I mean I mean you like for example like Terry Funk, you know, he doesn't nearly nearly like he did <laughs> ten or twenty years ago. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? But he evolved, he changed with the times. And you know, he's still Terry Funk, but you know, he, he evolved the
4: years, and this is what you teach your students too—that they have to understand that the, you know, the, the building blocks of, of what's going to happen.
1: Right, right, and you always want to understand your audience and have the audience in your world.
4: Well, that's 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 definitely the name of the game. Now, Stro, what uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you some canned questions only because. I don't know, I just feel like doing it. <laughs> oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> uh, hey, we, we're going to get corny, you ready? What what was your, what, what was the biggest pop you had uh when you were uh in the ring?
1: Uh, I've had a few. There's too many. <laughs> right. uh,
4: well, the one that what? that you remember just off the top of your head, you know, what what hits you first? Well,
1: I know Triple A the main event and tag match I, I was sitting with Jake Snake Roberts and the ovation that we got even as the, the world breaking heels was just tremendous I mean you had 27,000 screaming fans <laughs> <laughs> there in Mexico City and then I remember the time that football pay-per-view in San Fran the Cow Palace when James Brown came out when Ernest Miller and I were in the ring it was just amazing It blew the roof off the place
4: I can imagine. <laughs> those,
1: those, those are uh, those are two that come to mind, but it's been so many duty years. It's just, uh, I, it's indescribable. It's like a, a natural high that you can't get doing anything else. It, it's just amazing. Whether whether they whether the people cheer you or boo you, I mean, it, it's a, it's just a bigger just a bigger rush.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah. I tell people all the time yeah. that you know you can be. A football player, a baseball player you, you when you get on the field you you get that certain feeling, but it comes there comes a point in, in in pro sports that you can't get on the field anymore, but with pro uh-huh. pro wrestling, you can always get in that ring right you know you, you can always do something and and just relive it. I guess that's why you know some people don't hang up the boots.
1: Oh yeah, I, there's there's times I, I swear that you know the ring is like my home, yeah. and I there are times there uh, I could wrestle all night, literally all night. I had to. I just cause you just, just feel right at home in the ring. I like I've, I've slept I've slept in the ring at times. <laughs> 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 it, it's it, it's crazy, but you know it's just like you know when you teaching people. The right way about the business, you know, you got to treat that ring, that pro wrestling, that four by four squared circle, will carry you to the end of the earth.
4: If if, you, if that's you, what you,
1: you, you well,
4: you have you have yeah. to respect it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yet, and that, you have, that, and you have to want it. That's your home, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and you definitely have to want it. You know, and uh, I think you're you're doing some 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 good stuff there, Stro. i mean you you're, you're again your background we could i can name like thirty forty you know top 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 notch you know uh wrestlers that you got into the ring with but what you know what you've done in the past is is no indication of where you're going. Because you're you're building a foundation where you're looking to take these young guys and get them to the next level. Because that's where you're at in your career.
1: Right, right. And I want them, the people that I help out in business, whether I'm, they're my students or, or guys I'm pretty much taking under my wing or just helping out in general. I I want these guys not only to reach the success I've had, but to surpass it. Mm-hmm. And be even bigger than they even could imagine, you know. Because I mean, the business needs them, and and it's my it's my responsibility as a veteran. It's my responsibility as being a part of a pro wrestling family to help elevate these guys for where they need to be, where I feel they need to be,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and many others feel they need to be. So, you know, it's just some it's just one of those things. Yeah. You know, we got to keep the machine rolling, and the cycle
4: going. Yeah, but not a lot of people think that way. No,
1: unfortunately, they don't.
4: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm not naming names again, but I know a lot of people just don't think that way. But it's good that you know this industry, uh, the uh, an industry that I love, um, has people like you, Stro, there that are grooming the next round. Of, uh, yeah, uh, it, of it's,
1: yeah, it's needed. You have to. Yeah. It, it's needed, and, and the guy and the people that you know don't don't see eye to eye with that philosophy. You know, those those are the same people that are always pretty much stuck in the same rut. You always just see them having problems, and and they're the ones that pretty much stay stagnant in the business.
4: Because yeah, so. well, you know, those are the people that once they they lose. Um, their spot or their place in the story at a storyline in a big organization you know, they're, you know where are they going from there? You're running on the independents okay great where are you going from there? You know you have to keep yourself relevant you have to use the opportunity and I have right. to, and I, I, can't stress this enough use the opportunity to build a business for yourself because brand, you're, you're branded you're branding yourself build a business for yourself and give back you got to pay it forward
1: and, and, the, and the, I don't think the people that don't see that philosophy, I don't think they really see the idea or see the big picture of things, more or less. And they're kind of stuck in this facade yeah. that, you know, they'll they'll look weak. You'll it'll demean them by helping somebody else out when actually it will make them mean that much more in the business.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of guys out there, I mean, I, I don't know so much about today, uh, but I know, you know, back in the day, you, you had people that uh, that believed in their own bullshit and didn't want to go and, and help the next guy. But right, if if you help the next guy, it only makes, the, you know, the organization makes you even that much stronger, you know. Um, well, I mean, of course, only the people
1: that need it and, and want it. You know, there's some people that, you know, just, you know, just... <laughs> It's <laughs> just <is> wasted effort. <laughs> uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> you,
1: know I mean?
4: you you can bring a, a horse to water, but you can't make him uh, you know, <laughs> drink it or take a bumper or do much else, right? <laughs>
1: Not even CPR. Yeah, not even CPR. <laughs> you you, you, you,
4: you got to have them uh, in the locker room, uh, just passing out the towels or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, because what you again, what you what you're doing, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, what you're doing is you're you're paying it forward in this business, you know, and that's something that you can't put a price tag on that. On the knowledge that you have, my friend, you can't put a price tag on it, but you're giving people that want to get into this business an opportunity to learn the right way and not just jumping in and getting ready to hold their ankles. And then you wind up getting hurt. You're showing them how to do it the right way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I want them to do well. I want them to be successful, like I stated earlier. Because, you know, a a part of me goes with and not just a part of me but a part of this business this pro wrestling industry you know it will carry just knowing the fact that the guys will will carry on you know you know what I got into and what the people before me got into it's a big deal to me you know Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's very important and uh, if if more guys and gals in the business had that philosophy I think just the whole industry being
4: much better. yeah well I mean you, but you have like a, a paternal thing you know with with your students because when when you let them out in the world, it's like uh you you gave them all the tools they need to succeed or not succeed
1: right, right, and it's up to them how they what they do with it right. you know you know because we all everybody that has been a part of the business, we all had to pave our own way, mm-hmm. you know nothing was given to us or handed to us we had to to work for it, pay our dues, work hard, go up and down the roads, you know, driving or flying or what what have you. You know, do some good times and bad times, but through it all, mm. we persevered and we kept on and on until we got where we wanted to go.
4: Yeah, cramming, and, cramming five, six people in a car, sleeping in lobbies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sle- <laughs> sleeping in the cars, Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that that that's always fun. <laughs>
1: Oh man, I remember the USWA trip down down in Memphis. We'd hit five states a week, and no matter where we're at, whether it be Egypt or God knows where, we had to be in Memphis TV that Saturday morning by like eight or nine o'clock. I remember dragging, <laughs> dragging the studio, man. Oh my goodness, it's just like oh, man. A- that's just one
4: of many examples. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you 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 to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. Oh Lord. Yeah, but you know what? Th- these are the dues you pay, man. You know, right, and right. You, you pay the dues, and and you got you, you got to where you, you you are right now. And again, you talked about evolving and, and becoming and staying relevant, and that's what you're doing, and you're paying it forward. You know, so I, uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm kissing your ass. Because I'm not. I'm just giving you the accolades that that you deserve. Because I, I recognize it. You know, understanding you know that this business as I do, I recognize what you're doing, and I think that's fantastic.
1: Ah, oh, thank you so much. You know, I just, I'm just very, I've just been very passionate about the pro wrestling business from an early age, and knowing it now and understanding it and how it works and and what to do and what not to do and. Where to go where not to go, and and have the knowledge and know how to help others out that are coming up in the business. You know, I, I just feel like it's a responsibility that I have to carry, help other people, and carry on. and Do my part, and that's what I want to do: do my part in the business.
4: Well, I, mean, I think you again. I think you're doing a great job, and I think that comes from, you know, what what you, you know, the people that schooled you. that, right. that brought you up. You know, I mean, they were, they were old school, and they brought you up, and the, you know, they taught you the way it's supposed to be. And you get ribbed and everything, but that's okay. You go through it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all for the greater good. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. And, and, again, there go the nightmares again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: I'm, still, I'm still looking at that sign they used to tell me years ago, and it's like, you know, with all the pains and the bumps and running the running ropes and all the stretching and all that. He says, hey, well, there's a sign up on the wall that says, you'll get used to it, right? <laughs> well, after being in <laughs> so many years, I'm still looking for that sign.
2: <laughs> uh,
4: yeah. That sign's never going to come. It never <laughs> it never will. <laughs> never will. And, and you, know what, you know what? When you wake up every morning, you get the cricks and the crack, and you have your chiropractor bill that's through the roof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that sign never comes, you know. Uh, uh, shoot, I remember when, uh, when Stu Hart, uh, you know, uh, God rest his soul, uh, when he used to call me, he'd say, uh, Lou, when you're coming to Calgary? I said, uh, for what? He said, I want to stretch you. I was like, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think I want to do that, Stu. You know, uh, that's, that's one guy that actually scared the crap out of me. Oh, you
1: know, that's, that's funny to mention that, because, uh, part of my breaking the ice for the Hart family was, um, no one... Now Nelson Royal, one of my trainers, and he was good friends with Stu Hart and the Hart family. Right. And uh and it allowed me to break the ice with him or years later I had the privilege of, you know, working with you know, Brett and Nolan and it was uh it was you know, it was a big honor and a real treat to do so.
4: Oh yeah, and and those they, they that is training and that is I mean, they <laughs> they wrestle hard. Oh yes. I mean you you you, 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 you take. I mean you don't take a bump, you're taking a bump. You have no <laughs> you really have no choice. <laughs> you know, uh you don't take it, you know what, <laughs> what watch what's gonna happen in the next ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, oh Yeah, yeah. That, that
1: family that family, just like the Armstrongs, yep. just like the Guerreros and the Bar- all great wrestlers. Yeah. It was just helpful tremendous
4: wrestlers well the, the dynasties you know even if you look um again that they're all pretty much gone but one even you know with the von ericks um you know and so on and so forth uh you, you had a lot of great dynasties uh during um and you, you don't have that now really mm-hmm. you, you know but but you did and that, i think that's what also made wrestling exciting because you, you connected like Wow, you want to see them succeed. You want this family to succeed. You want you want to see them do this, and then there's a lot of storylines that can go around it. You know? Right, right. Yeah, and I think that was a great time when they did that. I mean, I I remember when when they brought the Hart family together uh, in the in the mid '90s, and that was a that was yeah. a that was a hell of a pop. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that but that was that was uh, creating a storyline that worked, and you're giving the fans what they want. Um, and, uh, again, you were, you know, you were around during that time and, uh, you, you, sh- you were shining yourself and uh, you're bringing it, uh, to the young, the younger generation. And I, uh, and I applaud you for that. Now, uh, yeah, let Tell me how, if, if, how can these, these young guys, I don't care. They may not be in North Carolina, but they can actually be there if they want to, wherever you, you have your your, your training facility. I, I forget where it is exactly.
1: Uh, it's in Jackson, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, I'm getting a new building put together uh, for the school and uh, getting this ring refurnished, actually. And once I get that those two things squared away, then I'll be back rocking and rolling with it again, full swing. Okay. So um, soon I'll be making an announcement on my website, thestro.com, my official website. Once I get that squared underway, and of course, you know that website has everything all the way, on so me. I keep it well updated. So,
4: and if someone wanted to uh, be trained by you, uh, how would they? How, how would they go about doing that?
1: Well, you can go to the website, and there's a section on the website on the wrestling school. That'll tell all about pro wrestling school, and what's all involved, and uh, there's the contact information as well.
4: Okay. Now, if someone's, like, they're not in North Carolina, they're somewhere else, I mean, uh, if they wanted to go and be trained by you and stay in North Carolina, um, you would be able to try to guide them on how to do that?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's housing in the area as well. I mean, right next door to uh, Camp Lejeune, mm-hmm. yeah. military base as well, so, you know, got people from all... Across the country, coming in and out.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, I I remember when uh, they had um, what was it, the power plant? Uh, right. Uh, they had they had that going on. So you you have the you have a similar type of deal going on there.
1: Yeah, I just wanted a bigger building because uh, the the building I was going to get put together had a smaller ceiling and not many of my aerialists to execute certain things in training yeah. <laughs> off the top rope.
4: Yeah, good luck, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's a lot to do with the new building. Dad, you have a little bit more room. Mm-hmm. So well, that's the, the guys and train.
4: Yeah, but that, that's good because now they can actually start, you know, um, expanding. You know, if you have someone that's athletic like that, you know, ex, uh, exploiting their, uh, their natural talents. Yeah, uh, absolutely right. Okay, great. All right, and Stro, so they can go to, to uh, thestroh.com dot com and find out more about your school. Find out more about you and, and your your, oh, yeah. your rich history. Because as I said. You know, you and I, we can talk about pro wrestling and what you've did and everything else and and all this other stuff for hours and hours and hours, and, hours, and it's just going to get more and more interesting, you know right. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to get, I wanted our listeners to get a uh, a nice picture of you, the the human being, okay, not mm-hmm. only in, in pro wrestling, but I, I was trying to pull out, and I think I did. I, I want to pull out what you're giving back. Okay, because right. you're, you're you're paying it forward, man, and and it kind of burns me when you have people that made it and you, you 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 got the accolade, you did all this, you were given the opportunity, but you won't give it back. All right, for yeah. those those guys, you suck because you have someone, <laughs> but you have someone that maybe needs that opportunity. They need that door open, that really right. that they, they really want to do it, and you're giving them that opportunity. So uh, you know, again, I, I I commend you for that. Because it's fantastic, you know. Uh, thank you so much. Now, now you are you also uh, you're selling t shirts, man. Oh yeah, I got the, got the merch going on. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: good. New t shirts are on sale now. You can, uh, for more information how you can purchase one, you can go to the official website there at thestro.com, dot com p h e s t r o. dot com and more information about that as well as other merchandise and upcoming appearances. will be at uh, the movie stuff. Uh, ball Wax
4: are you, are you wrestling anytime soon
1: yeah I have a show this weekend okay. uh, tomorrow night actually All right. Um, for, for the APWA in Shemston West Virginia I'll be uh having the opportunity to go after the APWA America's Championship held by Terry Ring nice and, and <laughs> my, my <laughs> debut match there is like a loser lead town match <laughs> <laughs> so either one or two things going to happen either A Either way, I'll lose the match and 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 leave as soon as I came in, <laughs> or, or two, I walk out with the APWA America's Championship, which um, hopefully the latter will happen, and <laughs> I'll stick. I'll be able to stick around APWA for a while.
4: Yeah, well, I'll just say uh, whoever the promoter is for APWA, smart move, keep Stroh on your roster because he will and again we'll go back to you know what I said earlier but what what uh what what Bruce uh, used to tell me you know is about putting asses in the seats. So you're you're an attraction my man.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I just feel my part and you know, God bless the fans that comes and watch the shows. I mean, they're the bread and butter.
4: And, and and that's, that's what that's it's all done for. And that's why you continue to do what you're doing, and you'll continue to do what you're doing. Now, do, do you want to leave uh, our listeners with anything, words of wisdom, anything coming uh, from the mind of uh, Stroh?
1: Well, I want to thank every wrestling fan, every wrestler that I've ever wrestled with and worked with that are listening to the an interview. Um, anybody that's helped me that are listening to the interview. Anybody has been involved with me in some way, shape, or fashion, I want to thank them for everything. Thank you for being part of Pro Wrestling. Thank you for supporting Pro Wrestling and to, and for the, the audience out there that are listening, that are aspiring to go after what they want in life. Never let anyone tell you no. Never let anyone tell you you can't. Persevere, persist, and conquer. Make that dream happen, no matter what it is you want in life, go for it uh, you know and, what? and, and God you all
4: well, you know what Greater words have never been spoken uh, at least at least on this show right today with you so that, that those are great words, and again, uh, our listeners you know you know su- support them are, are you on Twitter by any chance? I sure am <laughs> okay yeah I, I ask everyone that because you know we we're, we're talking about social media, and uh, I want people to follow you and what you're doing
1: okay for my facebook and twitter it's all the same all you gotta do is add the stro t-h-e-s-t-r-o add the stro it's all together no cap no spaces right right add the stro to twitter.com and facebook.com and go right to my deal
4: okay there you go go to, go to twitter go uh the stro. And uh, you'll, you'll follow this guy's career, okay? His, his continued career, his successes, and what is what he's actually doing for the younger uh, guys coming to the business. Uh, go to Facebook. You know, like him. You know, go to his fan page. Like him. Uh, go to uh, thestro.com. Find out what's going on, where he's going to be next. You know, uh, attend the events if you're in the area. Support pro wrestling you know we 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 need everyone to go out there and support the younger guys cuz they need that they need your support so go out there attend the events you know there's nothing better than a live show guys you got to experience it it's just it's like nothing else you know it's better than watching it on television no doubt about it so you got to you got to go out there and support it and uh see these young guys these, these are the next stars and it's uh you have guys like the Stro that are helping to mold them the right way, so Stro, again, thank you for coming on the show, man. And I want to have you on uh, down the road and get an update with what's going on with your school and some of your uh, your students and so on and so forth.
1: Oh, it'd be great. Anytime. It's been a real pleasure.
4: All right, brother. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. And good luck. And then actually, when I talk to you, I, w- I want to s- actually I want to see a picture with you with that belt and that uh, that, okay. that, that 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 promoter better give it to you. <laughs> I'll do my best. There you <laughs> go. All right, my man. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank
2: you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> what is your
1: major oh, let it be written.
0: So oh, let it be done.
1: Ladies and
2: gentlemen, my mother thanks you.
1: My
4: father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you.